Hour and Block 5, the podcast for Gooners by Gooners and Vieira. Oh, Vieira. Oh, Gandare. Oh, it was a mixed bag of a return for Vieira. Arteta crashed the Vieira party. And I don't know if you saw at the beginning, he crashed bloody crashed into him when he was trying to sort of acknowledge the crowd. But it was on as even between the ex-Arsenal players, boss, bosses, and only only David O'Leary is one at the uh, 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 coming back to Arsenal still at the away game. So there were two up front in Brighton. It was a fantastic performance, erasing all memories of the game. It was Stuart Izzard? Uh, good evening. Good evening. Uh, I'm giving a little bit of respect to you tonight after yes. your endeavours yeah. uh, with um, Vince and Andy. Yes, um, um, I'm actually quite glad I didn't go to the game, judging by everyone's comments and, oh, and what actually happened okay. last night. So, uh, yes, yeah, I had a fantastic night in Brighton and, uh, oh, dare I say, glad I wasn't at the game. So... Yeah, and he drove um, to Scotland. He loves the Premier in bed. It's not Kieran Tierney. It's John Rubin. Hello, John. Evening, all. So, how did it go, John? Eight hours. Did you have a mini mini net bag of baby bells for the journey? The <laughs> 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 one up there took about ten hours. Oof. It was like I woke up at half past three on Wednesday morning. Yeah. And I couldn't really sleep. I probably slept for about four or five hours or so. And then by about five, I thought, I might as well just get on the road now. Yeah, and, it is uh, a bit like that when you have a long trip, isn't it? Everything was going okay until we got like, on the A1 Junction 36, and it was like 20-minute delay. You always want these 20-minute delay. Utter crap. Was, was anyone glued to the carriageway? Or? There was a three-car crash. Oh, right. And okay. this is my take on crashes, right, yeah. Every crash always involves some dick. Because right? <laughs> yeah. in the, the day, right, like, yeah, normal drivers don't crash, right, yeah. I consider myself a normal driver. I don't speed. I don't take risks. You know, I signal when I'm going to move and blah, blah, blah. And I try to keep to the inside lane as best I can and let all the other people go past me if they want. And then you see this smack and you think, right, the one at the front has really been staved in. The one in the middle has obviously stayed staved into the front one. The kings were at the back, who I think uh, was at the side of the road just holding his dog <laughs> where the police were talking to him. And you think, yeah, one of those has either just come off the slip road too fast or the geezer, you know, basically when people come off to a slip road, if you're in that lane, you must give way, you must move over. That is the law. That's just the way it goes. And someone's just stoved in or someone's cut off and you think, no, right. Uh, but coming home was fine. It was about eight hours, 20 minutes. I got ripped off on petrol, Blythe services, mm. what, £1.61 a litre. It was literally Blythe spirit, I imagine. <laughs> you know? And then they ripped me off from my McDonald's because they just didn't give me the hash brown that I ordered. But <laughs> it was good. The service was absolutely lovely. The wedding was fantastic. Uh, kudos to Mr. and Mrs. Steve Farmer. What a lovely time. 
you know. Excellent. And uh, did you did you I get a scotch nice pie, John? <laughs> yeah, we don't no, want to know about no, the stories about Scot- no, no, you, you you doing an, an American pie with your scotch pie <laughs> uh, <laughs> five fifteen in the morning. The bakers, which was Mason's, the bakers. Every time I went past, the only time I went near it was on the way to the Starbank Inn on Thursday, and I thought I'll have a quick pint. It was empty when I went in there, and mm. I was drinking innocent gut. And I texted him, mate. I said I'm just having a quick pint. When I thought you was driving, I went, yeah, yeah, I'm driving. I'm only having one. Then about ten minutes later, I went, I'm getting a cab. So it was like, talk, talk, uh, talking of pies, I, I, I saw this week that um, very sad news that Pybury Corner has gone out of business. Did uh, you really? see this? Close yeah. their doors. That is unfortunate, isn't it? Um, I mean, I'm assuming like the pandemic caused them a lot of ag when there was no fans at football. Yeah, I mean, it's they rely on it, don't they? Um, but then the prices were. Uh, I mean, as much as Maybe the food was good and people went there. When you look at their menu, I always felt their prices were a bit overrated, high for a pie. So I guess you're, the, you're probably competing with whether you have a pie in the stadium or whether you had a pie there. I was going to say, I think their pies are, are quite good, though, aren't they? they? When you, yeah, yeah when, when, when you look at them, and it was, I think it was a quality pie, but not a... You know, some places they charge an absolute fortune for for stuff like that. Now it, it's, yeah. um, but yeah. and always yeah, a very good atmosphere outside the, yeah. the place, wasn't there? Yeah. Sort of playing, yeah. playing yeah. music and and having yeah. a bit of fun. It's a shame. I don't know whose tickets I had. I don't know if it was Stuart's or I had Tracy's. I took my cousin from Australia to a was it a Boxing Day game? Was it a Boxing Day game or New Year's Day game? Okay, about three years ago. And uh, we was waiting for the pub to open. What is that pub? What used to be? I can't remember what the pub yeah. The one next Fibbers. to Fibbers. Fibbers, as it used to be called. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and my cousin was there, and I went to see what the time was, come back, and he's drinking a whiskey. I said, what's going on? He went, oh, that geezer's just giving people free whiskey. It was obviously Pat Rice. Yeah. So, <laughs> not, it's obviously. But... And my cousin had about five or six free whiskeys, and I've been fucking keep it easy, mate. You yeah. know, we've got a game to go to. But um, never stopped. And they also had one at the uh, King's Cross Station. Yeah, they had one there. Yeah, they so did have one there. Yeah. So that yeah, would have been a real shame. Passing trade, but it is a shame because they had a little stall in um, in the Gunners Pub, weren't it? Gunners they used bar. to have uh, the Gunners Bar. You know, and mm. I know that when we was in the Rocket once. Uh, he come in, I think his missus come in as well, and uh, we was having a chat, and he said, I'm thinking of opening the shop over the road. Mm. So they did. It's a shame, because obviously that's another one the pandemic's here, and they yeah. were very, very good. Yeah, so, yeah, good idea. It was a good idea. And they really did, um, they did everything they could to create a really good atmosphere outside the place. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. let's hope that somehow... Somehow, like the, I mean, the Tollington wasn't it that got saved during the pande- pandemic by kind of crowdfunding. Oh, by the fans. And it, yeah. it might, it might well be, it might well be that the, the shop is shut. Yeah. But maybe, but... May, maybe, and again, the football club are supporting some of the businesses around. You know, you've you've seen the stuff on. Yeah, yeah. From Arsenal, where they, I think, was it. Um, Oh, God, I've forgotten what his name is. Rob Holding was in the Tollington. 
Yeah, they'd done a little video, right. didn't they? Uh, was it the do you, you know the car spares shop halfway up Holloway Road? All right. Have you All seen right. that? So a Bamiang pulls up and he gets like uh, it's either an air freshener or something. But it's another thing just to advertise for the the shop. So they're, they're trying to help it. So I wonder if they just go back to maybe you know like a vending stall somewhere. You know, maybe round yeah, when you yeah. when you walk out the grounds and you, you're walking back to Arsenal it's tube King's station Cross or something. But like the King's Cross one's gone because maybe they've kept the King's Cross one. No, and it just says, went over. Uh, no, I, I wonder if they. A, what what I'm saying is they'll just have to go smaller, and and just you know rent a pitch and, and yeah. put a put a you know a a, a lot. Well, I mean, it says there, so. they used they used to run it from their front garden in Highbury. Um, well, there you go. They might so, well do that again, mightn't they? And it, you know, I guess. I mean, they're saying that it's closed due to COVID and Brexit. That's their that's their explanation. Yeah. So there you go. Anyway, anyway so uh, there was a game of football last night, um, and we welcome awesome. back uh, Patrick Vieira, and. Um, I guess I've got to tell you, Stuart, what happened, really. Yes, you have. I mean, did you see the lineup? Because it was very attacking, and yeah. you had Odegaard and Sack uh, and uh, and Pepe, Saka, uh, Smith Rowe, and Aubameyang. So really, a front five um, in, in some that. ways. And it was one of those games where you think, well, actually. Just phoned me and told me their restaurant is shut they on do. Thursday. When I get there, the Premier in Matlock, so I've got to go to Matlock on Thursday to look at some properties. Oh, God. And, uh, and I just phoned me and said, oh, the restaurant's closed. I thought, yeah, well, if it's anything like the fucking money Scotland, I don't really care. So. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know they had restaurants Premier in. I thought no, they, they like, got, a, they like a Frankie got and Benny's or something. Near, yeah, they've got a Witherspoons next to them or something, haven't they? Anyway, back to our attacking lineup. Yes. Um, so we played a sort of very attacking start, um, but in a, it's almost like we kind of because essentially it left um, Thomas Party on his own. It, we kind of lost midfield, and we just didn't have the ball for most of the first half. Um, in fact, most of the game, and really that was our undoing in that game. It's that we always played too attacking, or the option was. You know, we weren't, we didn't have that protection. Um, so it was a bold move, but it, ultimately, I don't think it really worked. Um, it's fine for me to counter that, mm. like, because I know Stuart didn't watch it. But yeah. what I'm going to say, a downfall came by two players having the ball, looking around, going, What should I do with the ball? Mm. I want to lose the ball. That's what I'm going to do with it. <laughs> that was it. Yeah, it kind you of. Know, we went back goal. to the. It was the second goal. Who 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 lost it? The Conga. I can't remember who lost the ball. Got the ball, stood there, looked around. Next minute, he lost the ball. It's in the back of the net, and you kind of think, well, that's what happens when you divver around on the ball way too long without having a clue what to do with it. I mean, we sort of went back to passing sideways. And, you know, Xhaka's out now till the new year and kind of we levelled a, a bit of criticism that he would be always passing it sideways. But 
Kieran Tierney, strangely, to me, was like he was constantly getting himself down the wing and he would receive the ball and then just pass it back inside, backwards. And that happened all game. Um, and I just thought, you know, there's they were... They were, I guess, in the mode of Patrick Vieira. They were a bit more up for it. They're a bit more tough in the tackle, a bit more energy about them. Um, Aubameyang, I have to say, had a good game. I thought he hassled and um, chased things down and was a real example to the rest of the team. But ultimately, the rest of the team didn't respond to his the way he was playing. Um, so it was kind of back to Brighton, really, Stuart, in a weird way. I yeah. know you were in Brighton, but it felt like we were back at Brighton. Um, and oh, the kind of that, oh, um, um, that it, it impetus that we had at the Emirates when we played Tottenham sort of quickly dissipated um, as they just controlled the ball. Um, and really, they were poor in, in the final third a lot of the time. And we were getting away with it. And I think Christian Benteke is an awful player. Um, but, you know, I say that with the hindsight now that, you know, it's quite a tidy finish from him. Um, but, you know, it seemed well, to start quite brightly as it normally does with us. You know, we, we, we seem to have 10 good minutes, but I thought that Saka wasn't really in the game very often in that first few minutes, in the first half. And then he got kicked up in the air. Um, and, I mean, that really could have been a red card, I think, by James MacArthur, who'd already dragged someone back and should have got booked. And then he, he kicked, I mean, he kicked into the back of Saka. I don't know even whether he's all right. Uh, he had ice packs all over his the back of back of his knee. Um in, in the second this is half. shocking. I've I've seen that, Matt. It's yeah. shocking. That um, that unfortunate. I know the ref has blown the whistle. That's how I understand it. He's blown it for. A, so MacArthur thinks he's got a free chance there. Yeah. But my God, he really did fuck, kick through him. How the fucking hell is he not been sent off for that? I mean, it kind of reminded me. There was a tackle earlier this season where. Was it our old player, um, Henry Lansbury, just kicked someone's legs away like with the ball nowhere near them? It was like that, weren't it? I just yeah, thought, I, um, straight I, I've red. Watched that. I've watched that. Quite, it was actually on the Sky Sports thing. So this morning when I woke up, I was just going through just to see what was said about last night. And, mm. and on Sky, you can... So the first thing I saw, I hadn't seen the goals... But I saw the the challenge on Saka, and I'm like, how the fuck is he not been sent off for that? Mm. That's like that's like you standing at the bar and me running up and just wellying the fuck out the back of your leg, and you going ass over bollocks. You'd be like, what the fuck are you? Do? Oh, just having a laugh, mate. Just having. You'd be fucking fuming. He, he, no, the ball that, was gone. I mean, there was no yeah. ball. He, he was no, kicking, that, just kicking him. Unfortunately, um, it's it's Mike Dean all over. Yeah. We'll, we'll never get anything out of that bloke. Um, he's shocking. Oh, Trammy Rovers get relegated and 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 everything happens to Trammy Rovers that's bad because mm. uh, no, the bloke the bloke is a he's just an arsehole. We've seen him celebrate Spurs scoring goals when he's given penalties and so now 
for me that 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 was that was shocking. You, and he had to go off. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I, and don't get me wrong, I'm starting to doubt Arteta again. I really am starting to doubt Arteta. But if that game at the time we won the up, if he's rightly sent off, they come out for the second half with ten men. You go on and win that game two nil, maybe three yeah. nil, um, and job done. And everyone's happy, and and you then build a bit of a momentum again for for Friday night. Now it's all the doom and gloom. Um, I, I really, I've I've looked at lots of stuff on Facebook and different groups and people moaning, and I am I was one of them that said, look, Arteta's going to now be given the next few games to see where he's at because obviously. I mean, he was, he, was, he was Sparkly's manager of the month last, yeah, yeah. last month. And, so. and, and, and the thing is, the thing is, you know, we, we had players missing for the first few games of the season against Chelsea and, and Man City. And, and as we look at Brentford now with, with the way they're playing, they, I mean, they battered Chelsea Saturday night. Yeah. And, and you know, so... They were actually three tough games. I know not on paper when you look at it, first game of the season, you think, well, we'll we'll get something at Brentford. But take take the other two away. And then we said, well, look, he's got players missing. He hasn't been able to put his team together. So after that international break in September, we came back. We beat Norwich, albeit not convincing, but we beat them. We then went away to, we then went away to Burnley. Yeah. And an Odegaard free kick. Nothing else really happened in the game. Mm. And they, okay, and it wasn't a penalty, but could that, that could have been a draw. And then we played really well for half an hour against Tottenham. Went 3-0 yeah. up, looked fantastic. Then we go to Brighton and, and, and we were outplayed. We made excuses, or I made excuses, maybe it was the rain. I've just made another excuse for Arteta there that, you know, that, that Saka thing should should have been a red and, mm. you know, at 1-0. But spoke to yeah, a couple of my mates who watched it, spoke to a couple of my mates who watched it, and they said, for the first 20 minutes, brilliant. And then we just fucking stopped. We just stopped. Now, that that's coming from the manager. That's not coming, well, unless there's lazy players, I don't know. But, I just think. I don't know that, if it was about laziness. They were, the, it was. They were just very predictable. Yeah. So like the ball they, was this, coming this out. This is it, the manager. It, the ball, this is the, the manager. ball gets passed out in the in the same pattern each time. It was going to centre back, out to the right back, out into inside to party, and then back outside to to Pepe. And it happened every time. They just they just cut it off. And yeah. you, you think like then you've got to do something more creative. You've got to either work harder or do pass, take more more risks. Really, well, I because think, the I risks think... the risks that we weren't taking actually were was making it so easy for um, for Crystal Palace just to play against us and set themselves up and and. You know, they had. I think they were probably quite surprised that they had the ball so much. Um, I think. Um, I think before we done this, I'd, I'd said that I'd spoken to Bill um, about Palace and him going, mm. obviously going up and and seeing them. And he said, 
do you know what? He said, I know we're not winning games, although they did beat Tottenham and yeah. But he said, you can see we've got a game plan. There's, there's a strategy. It is to chase players down. Whereas under Roy Hodgson, he said that Palace were just two banks, you know, you, you've got to try and break us down. But there mm. wasn't really anything other than that. You know, it was all about trying to protect a nil-nil, if you like, and hopefully we might nick a header or, or Zahar will go on a mazy run and score a goal and we'll win the game. He said, but now with Vieira, he said, we've got, we've got a plan. We've got a plan. Talking and, and sort of listening to things that people were saying about last night, that's what Palace had, but we didn't. And, yeah. and that's what looks... And I mean, we looked at every time. I mean, they, they, we got away with it so much. I mean, there was a couple of really good saves from Ramsdale, but mixed in there, there were balls straight through the middle, straight to Benteke, and we didn't learn from that. We no. t- the centre backs were too far apart from each other most of the game. So, and I've, I've, Ben White, he backs off for the second goal. He backs yeah. off into his own penalty area, and you can't do that. I mean, he just gave them a free shot, um, yeah. and you know, so they were they were two gifts, really. Um, yeah. But you know, you could sense with Palace that it happened at Bright against Brighton. They they get into that last five minutes and they worry. They worry that they're gonna, you know, that we 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 started to throw everything at them, um, bringing on Gabriel Martinelli bringing on Lacazette, and immediately things looked better when we removed, um, you know, we, we removed party, and it, it, things just looked more balanced with that, with with uh, Aubameyang moving over to the left. I think, um, I think, I think for me, and like I say, I didn't see the game, and and I've I've only seen little snippets, the goals and make mistakes and, and whatever. But the the real sad part for me is it was it was Crystal Palace that left the Emirates Stadium last night disappointed with the point. Yeah. I mean do, do you in know a way I, mean? I, I still feel like we lost. You know, it was that late and that sort of I don't know whether it was undeserved. I mean Tierney had hit the bar from a shot, and he really, that's, I mean, he, he really was unlucky not to score. That's still rattling, apparently. <laughs> and um, yeah, he was unlucky, but he didn't have a great game, I don't think. And I, he obviously was under instructions not to go down the outside. You know, whether they were worried about uh, their new guy, the other Celtic boy, um, what's he called? Uh, is it Edward? Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whether they worried about his pace, so they didn't want Tierney too far forward, but he used to, he seemed to be getting in those Tierney-like positions where he would either run for the byline and get something across, but he was stopping short every single time and passing it back inside. Um, well, And it just, again, predictable. So, what, what if I said, I, and I didn't, I didn't see it, if I asked... Both you and John, Chris. Did you watch it, John? I watched up until they equalised, and then I just went, you know what? This is just utter shit. So Actually, I, I t- watched it up until they scored a second. 
I'll tell you and what, then, John. This is so, utter shit. John, so if I can ask both yes. you both you and Matt the question now. Mm. Right? It's a it's a stew asking John and Matt special. Those two managers that were there last night, who would you rather have had on the Arsenal bench? Oh, it's, it's Fiera all the way. I just think that he, there's something about the man. I think he's turned them around. Remember that they didn't have Zaha last night. No. And they should have won that game. So there's something wrong. And I think he's he's been unlucky with the amount of draws that they've come out with. There have been quite a few games where they've conceded late, where they can they just need to learn to hold on, and they would have been in a way better position than us. John? Um, John? Yes? Come on, yours. Who would you... Who, who would you rather have seen in the Arsenal if you out of those two? Uh, probably just still Arteta. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, I guess I don't. I'm, I'm not sure how well. I, uh, how well? I mean, Vieira's been a manager now since what, sort of 2015 or something like that. He went when to, he went that, to New, New York. York didn't yeah. He? yeah. Um, and then he went to. Uh, Nice. And was it, was it Nice? Oh, Nice, Nice. Yeah, which was um, Nice? Which is Nice. Um, and I'm not sure. I really don't know what kind of record he had. Um, well, I don't but, think he did very well there. But like I say, I think you've summed up. They lost a load of players in the summer. He's come in. He's not had loads of money to spend, mm. but he's he's put together a squad of players. When you say about Zahar. Obviously, didn't play last night. Yeah. We all know he's he's a he's a fantastic player. They didn't have that Eze either. No, no Eze. So who who's out injured and you know who's coming back? You you do look at it and you think Crystal Palace come the. I mean, bearing in mind, Patrick Vieira was the favourite to be the first manager sacked in the Premier yeah. League this season. Yeah, and. He was the one when he's. I did see him smacking the ground. Yeah, at, he dropped at, to his knees. You know, so almost dropped yeah. to his knees. And that's because you know he's thinking. You know, we've we've just been robbed of three points there. Yeah. Not not you know and so I'm I am starting to doubt. Like I say, I think without going over it and over it, but we, it, we it gave a, our set of the time. It's like we, we, we're not getting the performances out of Pepe. We're not getting the performances out of Odegaard that we need. Um, Saka looked off the boil even before he got kicked up in the air. So there was, you know, there's notable players that have had good good games that have sort of, again, slipped back into not really knowing what they're supposed to be doing or... You know, taking the odd touch too much, giving the ball away too much. Um, You know, they've got lazy, man. They've got lazy. Now, is that lazy because they don't really give a shit about Arteta? You know, is there a bit of that about it? They 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 don't really want to do what he's he he wants. I mean, he tinkered again, didn't he? Because he could have had Lukonga and Partey in there. But he tinkered again. He put Odegaard on with um, with with um, with Pepe and um, Smith Rowe. You know, so he's but, taken a, a lot of he's he's put a lot of onus on the fact that we were going to attack and 
and well, win the game that a, way. There uh, was an in, interesting thing I read. Um, I think it was at the weekend that Reese Nelson played his first game for, is he at Feyenoord? Okay. Did we loan him, did we yeah. loan him to Feyenoord? Bearing in mind that would have happened on deadline day, so that's... When, when was that? That was the end of August, wasn't it? You know, uh, or early September, like the 31st of August, whatever it was. And that's his first game. Mm. And it's not because he's been injured. It's because Feyenoord, or, or whoever he's playing for, didn't think he was match fit enough. Now, I know he didn't play a lot, you know, so obviously he spent time. But they didn't think he was anywhere near match fit enough. And it's taken him till October to get his first start. Yeah. So we're not we're not we're not talking he didn't he didn't go out there injured. He didn't go out there, you know, in a plaster cast. They didn't consider him fit enough to mm. to, to play. So even if if that was the case, he he's been a professional footballer for a good few years, been out on loan here, there and everywhere. It, that that again worries me that I'm thinking, well, well, what has he been doing? Because he's obviously been training. Whether whether he's playing a, a match or not, he's still been training every day. And you think, is there something behind the training then that's that's not there? I mean, I just sense that there's a lot of a lot of coaching going on and not enough sort of just letting the players understand when they how to play their way and sort of encouraging them to do their their own thing as much it seems to be very regimented and it's possibly mm. doesn't always suit the situation i just um, think that's you feel like scary you think of vieira vieira himself as a player and how he would respond in a game to, to what was going on, whether there needed to be more protection for the back four, whether there needed to be more aggression in the game, whether he needed to get forward. He always seemed to make sort of make the team play and have, you know, we don't have anyone like that in the team. We don't have that leader who's who's going to say, okay, I'm going to take the old phrase, take the, the game by the scruff of the neck. And really that should be Odegaard but it yeah. often isn't. It was almost, you would say, that Partey was the one trying to do that last night. He had a couple of shots from the edge of the area, and he he seemed, whatever goals he was scoring for Ghana, he seemed to lose his sense of where the goal was from then. It, like, you know, you almost want him to tell him to shoot for one corner and he might hit the other. Um, yeah. I'm just, just starting to doubt now. Again, and I know that's that's not being fickle. That's not, you know. Oh yeah, so we we're still unbeaten in five games, which you know, fair play. That that's just disappointed with the fact that yeah, we, we, we're slipping back you know, again. Well, we're slipping back, and you know, we shouldn't be. We've we've come off the back of the the, the Tottenham game should have been the the springboard, you know, to to go and win that. And 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 really sort of do it, do it, have a, have a, a real great game, or certainly the first half. You you build on that, and it looks like we're regressing again. And and I, I I'm starting to get 
I don't know. I, I, I'm starting to run out of excuses for for Mikel. That's that's where I think I'm at with it. And he's got all those players there. Mm. And and you said you look at the lineup earlier. I mean, when I looked at the lineup, I, was, I looked at that and I thought, well, yeah, he's got he's got the back four we want. We've got Ramsdale in goal. He's he's got Party. He's got Odegaard. Both great players. He's got Saka, he's got Smith Rowe. You know, if you picked it at home before you went to the game and said, oh, you, you know, let me pick the two. I don't think any one of us, some people might have asked for Martinelli or Laka, but mm. pretty much. Yeah, I mean, nobody was really arguing, I guess, with the, the lineup. They just no, thought, okay, so, so they, Arsenal are really go, why, going for it. But but, but, but could... Could another manager could if if Patrick Vieira had that eleven last night and had had two months fucking with him, I, I think we'd have been a better team. I really think we'd have been yeah, a better team. Yeah, you do start to wonder whether this uh, again this happened last season with him as well, didn't it? That we seemed okay, then we got a lot of draws, and then we found ourselves at Christmas with fourteen points. Um, yeah, you know, so yeah. Yeah, we draw the next three games. We've got fourteen points. Um, we're yeah. nearly up to Christmas, then, aren't we? So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we could be in the yeah. same sort of position, but without him losing. So but on the other foot, on the other foot, we're only three points behind Man United. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, what a shame! Yeah. So, uh, I think let's move on. We'll talk about Villa a, a bit later, but um, let's move on to um, we've. It's to quick fire, John. who took the Nations League final against Spain during the international break. Uh, but we're more interested in another France versus Spain this week, Vieira versus Arteta, battle on Monday night. So here's a quick fire, France versus Spain, John. You ready? Okay. Mm-hmm. Jean or Juan? That's John in each language. Juan. You've got to be a Hawaiian, haven't you? Uh, Tapas or Pierre Victoires? Or Peter Victories? Peter Victories. Tapas and Bollocks. Julio Iglesias or Vanessa Paradis? Vanessa Paradis. Oh, I thought you'd say Good that. Good boy, Jim. Good boy. <laughs> Gerard Jeppardieu. <laughs> or, Easy for you to say. Or Javier Bardem. Gerard Depardieu. Oh, <laughs> Liverpool scored. Yeah. Sal- like Salah. Sa- not Salah, but Salvador Dali or Claude Monet. Monet. I like Monet. Rodrigo's Concerto d'Orangeuse or uh, Debussy's Claire de Lune. Um, the Orange Juice, and that's from the film Brass Stop. Yeah, love it, love it. Claire de Lune is the bit at the end of Ocean's Eleven. Claire de Lune's a very good track. Yeah. But the uh, Orange Juice, as uh, what's name said it, the Irish fella yeah. who passed away. Um, passed away. Beautiful. 
Beautiful, yeah. Uh, Manchego or Camembert? Camembert, as long as it's pasteurised. Uh, Estrella or Cronenberg? Cronenberg. Cote d'Azur or Costa del Sol? None of them, really, to be honest. You're not a beach guy, are you, John? Not really, no. 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 Uh, Dorsal, and this is something you are. (laughs) Dorsal Club or Private Media Productions? (laughs) Private Media Productions. (laughs) (laughs) We won't uh, go into what that is. And finally, Vieira or Arteta? Players or managers? Well, you you decide what you're answering based on. I'm going players and I'm going Vieira. Excellent. There you go. That's Quickfire, John. Private Media is a Spanish company. I always thought it was French, but there you go. Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know what to do. What are you talking about, Matthew? So, uh, it's time for... I have, a film, I have a DVD that's... 16 hours for your pleasure. 16 hours on a DVD? How is that possible? What, is it like a massive box set? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Which I bought in Amsterdam for 100 euros. Bloody hell. 66 pounds. Have you heard of the the internet? (laughs) This was back in the... uh, Early 2000s. Early 2000s when I was in Amsterdam and... It was in a private shop, and I mentioned... I mean, you got quite a lot of bang for your buck there, didn't you? That, even 100 euros. What would have that been? About 60, 70 quid for... That's... As the guy, as the guy says, if you just bear with me a second, yeah, give me a chance to finish my story. <laughs> as I said, oh, no, it's a DVD over here. It's about six of them. It's about six. I said, I don't know how much 100 euros is. The geezer went, 66 pounds, 16 hours for your pleasure. <laughs> and I went, I don't need about five minutes. And he went, last long time then, won't it? <laughs> so that's quid divided by six, what's 16 hours? Uh, 16 times, uh, 16 times 60. Oh, God, what am I doing here? 16 times I, six. I, four euros. Right, basically four sixteens of uh, sixty-four divided by sixty-six euros. So you're getting um, fourteen minutes per per quid. There you go. (laughs) Um, So, um, John, here's a question for you: Do you know where Patrick Vieira was born? Senegal. Yeah. Uh, anywhere. Do you, do you know exactly where in Senegal he was born? Very famous race that ends there. Yeah, I know. No. It's, it's, he was born in, Stuart? Dakar. Dakar. So this week, is uh, the Stute Machine is a very special Paris-Dakar rally Stute Machine. Yeah. 
Well, let's put a quid in the Palace Dakar uh, stupid machine. And oh no, oh. A, a car with massive wheels and great big water butts on top of its roof has hit a sand dune and has flipped over for absolutely ages. <laughs> no. So, not a, great, not a great week last week, but we did say that you were taking a risk, Stuart. Uh, for, yeah, for massive. It you was. You never know that. with a new manager, the old honeymoon period, and Liverpool I've obviously got, had a different I've idea. Got, I've got to say, oh, that's a, that's, that caters just got a worldie for, for Liverpool. Um, yeah. Um, oh, well, I'm going to yeah, get that in a minute. I watched, I watched, I watched the Watford game because yeah. I was interested because I did it myself as a bet oh, what a volley yeah I did it myself as my own bet and mm. um, I thought yeah let's just see what Ranieri's brought to Watford and I tell you what it was utter utter crap <laughs> they were they were don't get me wrong the Mo Salah I mean they were all raving. They were all raving about Mo Salah's goal. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, he, fantastic. But the pass for Mane with the outside of his boot the, for the first goal yeah, was, absolutely was, fantastic. was absolutely superb. Um, I've not watched it. I just deleted match of the day. So I just literally yeah, couldn't be... John, I don't blame you, but honestly, Watford were piss poor. I, I, I really couldn't believe that... The fact Ranieri had come in, he'd got 10 days with pr- pretty much most of the squad. They were at home. It was Liverpool. You'd have expected some sort of thing from them. And they were awful. Absolutely fucking awful. I, and the, the goals are going in. I'm sitting there watching it thinking, and I went for a draw in this. But how on earth Brentford never scored against Chelsea? Yeah, that was shocking. That they ne- they didn't deserve to come away from that game with nothing. Absolutely no way. It was like the Alamo the last twenty minutes. So yeah, but they were risky ones. It was just one of them after international breaks. Could be the same with this weekend. Mm. If you're gonna pick a weekend where teams might flag a bit, yeah. is is after Europe, isn't it? You know, teams it's like Liverpool have got Atletico Madrid tonight. They're playing Pretty much most of them, but they've got Man United and they on Sunday, so yeah, they're not going to want to lose that, are they? So I think I might drop down a division <coughs> because of because of fixtures in the Premier League, and you never know what's going to happen. So I'm going to go Who's for that? who Newcastle got because they had a terrible game. They're at Palace. Palace. They're at Palace. Does it matter Newcastle? Oh, they're going to lose anyway. So I'm going to go for Bournemouth and Coventry in the Championship, both to win. They're both at home. Um, Bournemouth are at home to Huddersfield, Coventry at home to Derby. Um, so, yeah, do that as a little double. Hopefully this week we'll, we'll have a little winner. If you want to throw West Brom in there as well for a treble, then 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 do so. But they're quite... They're quite a short price. Uh, to beat Arsenal, you might as well throw that in as well. <laughs> well, to be honest, John... Uh, you know, I, I don't ever want to sound too down about things. And I'm going Friday night, but I'm not expecting anything Friday. Mm. I really, I really ain't. But anyway, that's later on. 
So, uh, but yeah. Yeah, so, oh, okay, there you go. There's a treble or a double, or whichever way you want to play. Bournemouth, Coventry, if you want to throw West Brom in there as yeah. well, all in the championship, have a go. Bet, obviously, bet responsibly. And, um, yeah, hopefully next week we'll be talking about some winnings. So let's put a final quid in the, the Paris-Dakar scoop machine. And, oh, no, there's a bloke on a great big motorbike, which is ace. And uh, they're like, they're in Mad Max, but with support helicopters. And <laughs> the voice of that bloke who normally does the Tour de France on Channel 4. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so, uh, I didn't win. Um, yeah, it's a bit of a weird one, the old Paris-Dakar rally. It's the sort of thing that you're sort of sitting in a pub and they've left Eurosport on the telly and you're yeah. sort of blindly looking at it when you've had about six pints. And uh, it's got people like from the fast show. Do you remember? <laughs> we're, not, we're not stuck, we're off-roaders. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're always <laughs> so, bloody stuck or di- like yeah. diving into a sand dune. Yeah. 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 Okay, yeah, well, okay, well, let's move on to the So I've prepared a um, a, a quiz that's um, the Patrick or Mikel quiz this week. Uh, so we've already talked about who we think should be in charge of Arsenal, but <laughs> who said these things? So they're all quotes from either Patrick uh, Vieira or Mikel Arteta, or they're quotes about those people. You've got five each. First of all, watch your tunes this week. John? I'm going for Suede and Trash. Okie doke. Love that one. And uh, what about you, Stuart? Um, this, this is one for Grace. So she constantly plays it. And uh, he's Proud Mary for, uh, by Tina Turner. Tina Turner. So, yeah, yeah. Okay. I've been I've been rolling down the hallway. So, yeah, no, it's a it's a bit of a number, and yeah, I I just said to her, if I win the quiz tonight, then I'll have proud Mary. So she was like, she might even listen to the podcast. You know? Brilliant. You will be winning the quiz. So don't worry. But I very much doubt it, John. You're first this week, so I get all the shit. Okay, so John, are you ready? Indeed. Five quotes here. The first one is from Arsene Wenger, who described this person as he is he is the um, umbilical cord between the team and the fans. Was that Patrick Vieira or Mikel Arteta? Well, I'll just go Vieira. Correct. Uh, who said this? Was it Patrick Vieira or Mikel Arteta? What I've learned. Stupid fucking Irish prick. Sorry? Patrick Beer. I'll see you on the pitch, you fucking... <laughs> <laughs> what I've learned mostly is that you have to be ruthless and you have to be consistent and you have to be fit every day. The culture of the club to create a winning mentality. Oh, that just sounds some bullshit that I'd would come out with. Correct. Uh, <laughs> the next one. I think football reflects our society... Our society changes. The evolution of society dictates the evolution of the game. Well, that just sounds like Arsene Wenger, quite frankly, but 
Um, I'm. I cannot imagine Vieira coming out with that. I'm just going to go for Arteta again. It was Patrick Vieira who said that. Really? Yeah. Very surprised. The next one. You like more. You like more the people that you work with. You believe more in them. You share some fantastic moments and that habit of winning, winning, winning. After you win, you don't want to stop winning. Well, that's difficult. Uh, Vieira. It was Arteta. And finally, uh, Pep Guardiola said this about uh, either Patrick or Mikel. I see from the side how they celebrate goals, how they fight for every ball. He has begun to create something special for the club. Arteta. Correct. So there you go. That's three out of five. Well done, John. Um, Well done, John. So, uh, Stuart, you've got five quotes. The first one is from David Dean, who said, Before a game, I asked in his language, Could you speak a little English to me? He nodded and said, Tottenham are shit. That's got to be fucking gone. Well, it's got to be Vieira, surely, with David. Yes, Dean. correct. It's got to be Vieira. Tottenham shit. Tottenham shit. Who said this? I tell you that the coaches are like cardiologists. They have to enter the player in their hearts so that the message reaches them. Well, that's going to be our set because of his coaching stuff. Correct. I don't look further than next year because in our world, anything can happen. That would be Arteta again. No, it was Vieira. Um, Next one. When I was playing in England, I started to realise what Arsenal meant. So when he was playing in England, so when he was playing for Everton, he knew what Arsenal meant, so that would be Arteta. Correct. And finally, Pep Guardiola said about this man, he can tell me about the players we face better than myself because he's played against them and was in the Premier League for 10 or 11 years. That's a long time. Yeah, so that's going to be when Vieira joined Man City. So it'd be Vieira. No, it was about Arteta again. Bloody hell. I thought that Are they going to rule Vieira? this out? They can't rule this out. So that is three oh. all. Another draw Ooh. for Patrick Vieira. So, <laughs> <laughs> it goes to a tie break for your tune. Um, and the one I've prepared here is that, um, obviously, Patrick Vieira played for nine seasons John. at Arsenal. John, John. Yeah. You do know this is your question to get your song, don't you? So, yeah, I'm not so, <laughs> no, but No, but this is normally what... He'll ask you. Patrick Vieira, obviously, so it's a tiebreaker. You've both got to answer. Um, But Patrick Vieira obviously played for more games than Arteta for Arsenal. But can you tell me how many more times did Patrick Vieira play for Arsenal than Mikel Arteta? And a bit of a clue. 200. 200. Okay, John? See, every time I go lower, I lose. (laughs) (laughs) So, I'm going to go lower. I'm going to go 199. (laughs) So, 
Patrick Vieira played for Arsenal 406 times. Mikel Arteta played for Arsenal 150 times. It was 256 more appearances. So he's done it again. He's, done he's gone it the wrong again. way. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, I just couldn't remember how long Arteta was there for, so I just thought, oh, whatever. <laughs> well, yeah. well, well done. That was a pretty good guess, actually. I mean, if Arteta hadn't got injured in his last season, it would have been a lot closer to 200. Yeah. But, um, yeah, he, he only played seven times in his last season. So yeah. it, it sort of dragged it down. But there you go. Um, so uh, so this, is, this is for the lovely Grace, if yeah. she's listening, which she won't. She because we'll, we'll, we'll be hanging out of oblivion or... Somewhere at Alton Towers tomorrow, so oh, yeah. or whenever it goes live, so uh, she won't be listening. But I will tell her that it's on there, so she'll um, she'll forward through to, to the point. But yeah, so for Grace, uh, proud Mary by Tina Turner, please, mate. Cool, happy days.
there you go. I say, rolling, rolling. Proud Mary there, Tina Turner. Um, yeah. And next game, we've got. Uh, what about chance for John? Oh, chance! God, I've got, I've got, we'll play John's tune at the end. Um, we don't want to ask him any more questions. Well, John, John, uh, what what was yes. yeah, this one? You'll know straight away, anyway. What was Patrick Vieira's nickname? Oh, Paddy, normally. No. I thought he had another name. The the the, the team mates had for him. Le Grand Sausage. Or was that somebody else? No, that was him, wasn't it? <laughs> it, it, it that's sausage. correct, John. Le Grand Sausage. <laughs> yes. He was, I heard someone else being talked about, about someone saying it, I've, it was the biggest penis I'd ever seen in my life. That was that Fergie. Was, Talking about uh, the Blighted Plate of Coventry, it was no, on Dion Master Dublin. Chef. Oh, Dion Dublin. Yeah. Dion Dublin. Yeah. <laughs> I said to you when I was at a darts thing up in Birmingham uh, <laughs> yeah. Way. This cop was in another room. You no, know, this person stayed in this room. We said Dion Dublin was in this room. And his cock was in this room, and this room, and this room. So, oh, God. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Aston Villa. On Friday night, sorry, I'm yawning. Um, yeah, Aston Villa Friday night. Uh, Arsenal fans moaning about it, forgetting, of course, that we don't actually have any European fixtures, so it's probably quite a decent time to play. Um, and obviously, we've got two home games, so um, feel well, like the other night they turned around and went. Oh, you know, by Saturday, Arsenal could be in the top four. Nope. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. The top half of the table, maybe. No, but... Night for eight, my yeah. right. But, you know, that's just the way that works. And to be honest, though, right, yeah? Just a bit of a give it. I just think... We just don't look at it. We literally don't look at it. And if they're saying Reese Nelson wasn't fit, you can kind of believe that. Hold on a minute. Mm. Oh, what a save. But you can kind of believe that in terms of where we play quite well for the first half hour and then the rest of it we're just hang on. Because we literally are just half that team just I'm uh, just so fed up with it. I just look fucking utter shit. Yeah. And really, and I, I mean when we talk about Odegaard when he joined, he was like the greatest player in the world when he was fifteen years old. Well I'll tell you what, mm. I've no idea who they've done a fucking swap with. His last seven years of his fucking career has gone right down his shit. I, I, I just think this again. This it's almost like the sort of players are starting to lose interest in it. You well, know? They, they, I, th- I feel like that they are genuinely, they genuinely fear losing the ball, and you've got to play with the spirit that if you know that you've got to take risks. And yeah. that's that we just didn't take any risks, um, yeah. and you know we allowed the game to get away with it, get, get away from us because the more that Crystal Palace, a team of, that have dire motor, sort of dire confidence, you know they've they've thrown away leads, they've lost games, they've only got seven points, and they were still given more motivation by the way we played um, because we just didn't hold on to the ball. Um, and, and Aston Villa, 
you know, when when they when they look at their um, when they look at their fixture lists, you know, and and they're thinking, oh right, so we're going to Anfield this week and mm. that one that week and Man City then. I, I don't think Aston Villa will be fearing anything on Friday. I really no, don't. No, I mean, they, they're off the back of a, a game where they just were cruising, weren't they? And then the yeah, last so 10 they're, minutes, they're they absolutely little, blew it. So they're a, little bit, they're a little bit low on confidence, Matt. But yeah. I tell you what, if ever you wanted a pick-me-up game, <laughs> it, it's going to be against us. On a Friday on night. I mean, there were empty seats on Monday night. Which yeah, is I'd, disappointing, I'm, and I'm you going, can imagine I'm, that there'll be empty seats on Friday night as well. Well, I'm I'm going I'm going Friday, and a couple of my mates have got some tickets that don't normally go, um, so I'm mm. looking forward to catching up with them, and we're going to have a, a bit of a day and and enjoy it because I'm on holiday this week. So yeah, going to make a, a bit of a thing of it, but realistically, mm. I I honestly. I honestly think if we can get a point out of that game, that will be a result. And I, I don't want to sound down, but I don't see us beating Villa. I really don't see us beating Villa. And I, I think it will be a very hard game. And yet we're at home uh, against Aston Villa. If we were talking about it away, but we're at home for fuck's sake. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, that's that's where we're at at the moment. We we really have sunk again in in the last couple of games and, I mean, the worry you know, is that it'll be another another formation or another bit of tinkering. Well, because I we I seem to, you know, gonna play, we found it? a winning I, formula against Tottenham, and then we seem to have tinkered with it all the time. Um, well, I don't, I don't, I don't think Saka. Looking at obviously, you said he was all in ice, but the fact he didn't come back out second half, hmm. he obviously ain't right, and there's no point. There's no point flogging the dead horse. So do you think, right, do we bring in, do we maybe bring in Martinelli? Do we do we put Aubameyang out wide and lacquer through the middle? You know, th- th- there's got to be a little tinker there. Does he does he maybe drop Odegaard and play Smith-Rowe in the hole to accommodate maybe Aubameyang or Martinelli That's out wide? Where's the, uh, what's happened to... A young forward who everyone was craving to get a game. Balogun. Yeah, like two, yeah, two or three games, and he's just totally just been forgotten about. Yeah. You know? He did look out of his depth against Brentford, but I mean, Brentford. Totally. It's, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's difficult because I know next. Is it, so have we got Leeds on Tuesday next week? We have, haven't we? Yeah. I think. Is it Carabao mm, Cup or whatever? So. You know, they're obviously players that are on the fringes are going to get a game against Leeds. That so, I think he he he's just got to, he's just got to get the win on Friday. He really has to. And I'm going to be there. And like I say, if it's all this fucking sideways backwards shit and we lose, he's he's coming to the end of his time, unfortunately. And and you know, it, it's 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 sad because you wanted him to succeed, but. Eventually, there's going to come a time where enough's enough, and 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 if people aren't going to the games because of mm. it, and you're fed up with it, um, I mean, I I won't never get fed up with it, you know. 
as shit as we are, I'm always keen to know what's going on and, and what's happening. And, and thank you for texting me what was going on last night, Matt. But <laughs> yeah. uh, I, was, I stopped it, short of telling you that we were losing. Yeah, so. no, I did. That. I did get this <laughs> note for case in comfort. But you know, you, you go because it's your team and you support your team. That that's the be all and end all for me. It, it doesn't matter who's in charge. Who's wearing the shirt? You go and you support that team, and I think that's the the majority of, of football supporters. Mm-hmm. Um, but you do. There comes a time when you do have to question it, and 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 going back over what we've said, when you look at the the potential, the the starting eleven we've got, that eleven was better than Crystal Palace, and that was down to oh, I think the tactical. Um, a yeah. thing that that Mikel did. So, oh god, I'm starting to I'm starting to wane with him. But yeah, let's hope we get a win. But I think I think it will be one all. I'm I'm going to go one all. That'll be my uh, okay Friday night. I'm going to say two, like two, uh, in Madrid. All right, okay. Sorry, it's two two out in Madrid. Fucking hell! I, just, Suarez, I, lost connect, I lost I lost connection for about. Griezmann has just got. I think it's Griezmann. He's just got a really good golf. He looks could be maybe not Griezmann. I don't know. Whoever it was, I think it was Griezmann. Yeah. Yeah, that is a good goal. Yeah, it's a Desmond already. Not even <laughs> half time. <laughs> nope. No, it's not. De- is is that Coke? I get the feeling that we're going to draw oh, no, as well, Stuart. Yeah, so okay. I'm going to say we'll get another Desmond. Yeah. Uh, just to be different, but I feel like Villa have got enough firepower up front. They're better up front than Crystal Palace, that's for sure. Yeah. So we've got to defend. Danny Ings, Danny yeah, Ings, Ings on Ings. Yeah, yeah, too good to yeah. not not score against us. So yeah. I hope that we can hold them off. But let's, um, you know, Martinez as well seems to have good games when he plays. Of course, uh, of course, and uh, and I think these next these next sort of because obviously we've got we've got them and then we've got Leicester away, haven't we? Yeah, who've just then, started to pick up. Then we've got international break. Then do we? We've got Liverpool or something. Liverpool. Then yeah. we've got Liverpool. I think we might have Wolves or Leeds somewhere around, and and then. You've got Man United coming up early December, and, I, and we can't, I think, we can't beat Villa. Then we're looking at draw, 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 loss, draw, or something. Yeah, and, on, and you, you're starting then to think a bit like we were last Christmas. We might be on 18 points, but that ain't good enough. And you're right, nearly halfway through a season, and unfortunately, this this time he he will have had two years then. Yeah, and 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 as much as we moan about the board, it they have, we did spend the most money in the Premier League, and I know we did it over a, a, a quite a wide spectrum of players. You know, there was yeah, but five. How, how, how much? You know, no one else spent hundred and fifty million. So how how many times do the board have to keep doing that? That that's the thing. You you can't keep doing that. And I know you, you've got to give a manager time, but two years. If we're no further forward in two years, it's not like we've, it's not like we've gone a bit early on on it, is it? Two two years. If we're no further forward, then I I think if if he's not picked up results between now and and 
just before Christmas. I think he's got to go and, and someone's got to be brought in ready to be able to tinker with the squad in January and, and take us on for the rest of the season. Well, there was talk this week of the plan being to entice Bale and Dominic Calvert-Lewin to the club. Um, okay, you know, there's all paper talk in it. But, it but I, just, I, just, I just think if, if you're coming up to two years in charge... And and we're sitting fourteenth, fifteenth in the Premier League. Yeah, you, you're going to go in, on the, by the rules go. of the by the rules of other big clubs. You have to go. Yeah, um, it just it's just it's you know, and that's not being fickle. I I, I really don't. Expect, just listening to what you guys said about last night's game of football. That that's we we we've spoken about that so many times. I didn't need to watch that game last night to know how it panned out. No, it's one of, just one of those nights again that we just yeah. don't seem. And you to can't you can't keep making to... excuses. No, you can't it's... keep making excuses. It's it 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 gets to a point where look, this just isn't working. And I'm not saying that Mikel might not leave our club and 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 end up maybe managing in Spain and, and becoming a success and and everything else. But it's just not working at our club. And I know people can say, well, hang on a minute. There's a there's a thing here. Emery couldn't do it, and he's done it at Villarreal. Um, is it the players? Well, maybe it is. I, it's no never the players, is the it? I mean, we've got talented players who played, for, who played great, either before they turned up or um, for us in the past. We've got young players who are worth, yeah, and you've got to give to you've got to give him you've got to give him time for that because it's a newly assembled side. So I do understand that you know you've got Ben White come in, you've got Tommy Asu come in, you've got Ode, I mean, albeit Odegaard was there last for half of last season, so he's in. You've got Lakongas come in, so you've got Ramsdale. And, a more you know, a, a more ruthless club though wouldn't pin that on Mikel. They would say. We've invested in the squad, our squad, and you're not coaching it well enough. So yeah, and you, I, I think I think that that is where we're getting to. And I think over the next four or five weeks, um, it could be a Christmas. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think, and, and let's face it, you if you're the owner or you know the the hierarchy at, at the football club, if if we only pick up another three or four points between now and Christmas. You've seriously got to look at, right, are we going to give him you, – you, you've got to sit there and say we're, we're going to give him now the rest of the season and we're going to help him in, the, in January. Mm. We've got a lot of players going away in the African Cup of Nations. You know, we're going to lose a Bamiang, Pepe, um, Partey. Mm. Uh, I think there's another one. I think we lose about four players. Well, you know – FA Cup comes around, you go out of that. If we get knocked out of the Carabao, we're out of everything then. The season's dead in the water. People aren't going to be turning up at the ground. I know they've took their money, but people aren't going to be turning up if we're playing the same old shit. And and they'll have to make that choice. They're either going to have to go, yeah, we'll invest, we'll stick with Mikel, or it's time to go, right, we need a new manager. We need a new manager. We need a new direction with where the team's going. Um, and, uh, you know, maybe a bit of investment, but 
it, it's these next few weeks for me, Matt, and I think if he doesn't sort of turn things around and we see an improvement, then he's got to go. Yeah. 150 million squid games, isn't it? Oh, have you watched that? Well, I've watched the first one. That's uh, mad, isn't it? <laughs> it's mental. Absolutely mental. I'll start Let's hope that it. Arteta isn't taken into a, a brightly coloured set and shot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um, we, What does John think the score is? Yeah, yeah, go on, John. Let's talk about Villa. What do you reckon, mate? 3-1 Arsenal. Okay. I mean, I think, you know, as much as we can... Uh, have these terrible performances? It's just as likely that we have a great game as well. That, that's the that's the problem, isn't it? That we don't have any consistency. So um, we could be uh, gold, or we could be trash, John. Trash. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm I'm hoping John's got the correct score this week. I really am because I'd like to finish my holiday week off in in a. And it'd be quite nice, you know, being Friday night. I don't mind the Friday night fix, especially obviously being off. But means if you win, you've got two All more days. To... You've got two more week, two more days of a smile on your face, rather than oh fuck it, you know. It, it'd be yeah. nice to it'd be it'd be nice to sort of go level on points from Man United Friday night and come home with a smile on your face. And uh, knowing that they've got to go to Liverpool on Sunday, and you you could still be with them on on the Monday, so let's let's hope we win. But like I say, I've, I think the pressure is back on Mikel, and we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. Well, uh, um, you know, it could be quite a wet uh, weekend. So, Stuart, I wouldn't wear any suede. Um... <laughs> <laughs> John, link it in to the end of the show. We've already done it once, John and I. Uh, So there you go, John's song, Trash. Indeed. Have a good week, everybody. Yeah. Come on, you guys.